The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Joy Awareness Radio, the show that really invites you to live your enjoyable and exciting life. Your host is Marlene Bork. Take some time out of your busy, stressful schedule to experience the joy of who you already are and how that joy can help you through both good and bad times. Now, here is your host, Marlene Bork. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, Who Will Be Your Valentine? I am honored today to have a guest that... Uh, I personally really appreciate in my life Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. And Gary Douglas has written many different books to contribute to more consciousness in the world. And among others, he has written uh, Divorceless Relationship and Sex is Not a Four-Letter Word, but Relationship Oftentimes Is. So Gary, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am very uh, pleased to have you on on my show today. I know you are very busy. Where are you in the world right now? I'm actually at home for the first time. Woohoo! Exciting. Everything is going well for you? Yes, it's going very well. How could it not? And yeah, what a question. (laughs) Exactly. So, Gary, who will be your Valentine for uh, the celebration tomorrow? Me. Good. Okay. I kind of of guessed that. (laughs) I like me. Awesome. You know, and the funny part about it is, you know, know, it's like I keep telling people you got to like you or you can't have anybody in your life. You know, and it's like, People are always trying to figure out how to, you know, how to get me. And it's like, uh, you don't get me by trying to get me. You get me by being willing to create and generate more than you've ever created or generated before. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and people are very funny that way. They seem to think that somehow, uh, that if, somehow if, there can be this place of, uh, you know, of finding the right person. Everything will turn out well. Well, that would be great, but I've never seen that happen. It's rather rare. That's right. Yeah. And if you don't have yourself as the most uh, magnificent being in your own life, well, yeah, how can you invite someone else? Exactly. You know, it's like it's so interesting to me that people think that they can you know, that they can invite somebody into their life by by being other than themselves as well. You know, it's like in divorceless relationship, one of the things I talk about is you really need to not divorce you. And I see so many people who try to make things work for the other person rather than doing what works for them. What actually is going to work for you to make your life greater, better, something. 
And it's, it's a very strange experience to watch people not do that because that works so much better. And it's much more uh, readily available as well. We don't have to wait for anybody. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like when you're, when you're not trying to create based on somebody else's reality, what starts to happen is you start to create your own life. And that's the biggest difference I see at how things should work, do work, when people are willing to be everything they can be. And what is it uh, for someone to create their own life? How would, you, how would you describe that? How would you invite people to that? Well, what I always get asked people to do is look at your life, you know, look at the times in your life when everything was going really easy and well. That was when you were actually choosing your life. And what I find is a whole lot of people have this weird thing of, of like giving up their life to uh, giving up some part of their life to get somebody in their life. And that's just not the greatest choice. So creating your life, what, uh, like, what is the most, um, the most readily available key that would invite people to create their own life for what would be more joyful, more um, more exciting for themselves. Well, the thing is, if they started to look at what was more exciting for them as them, it would be a different reality. And 90% of the people don't bother to look at what would be great for them. And one of the things I always tell people, you really want to find out what you're going to create Start with, will this be easy? Will this be fun? And uh, what can I create here? Rather than, what am I supposed to do? What do I want to do? What do I have to do? What's really going to happen? You know, that kind of stuff. And as we know, a lot of people, most people tend to create their life based on somebody else, not necessarily for what is yeah. uh, rewarding for them. Yes, but it's always easier to create your life for somebody else because that's easy to know. It's hard to know what works for you. Yeah, and uh, we encountered that a lot. That Yeah, people have a difficulty choosing for themselves. So what would what can uh, invite people to get to know what will be exciting for them? Uh, well, it's like the first thing is you got to look at it and go, okay, so what do I really want to do? You know, it's like, it's like, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to create? What's really important for me? And it's like most people do not bother to look at what's important for them because it's so much easier to go, well, what does this person need for me? What does this person want from me? What does this person require of me? What does this person desire of me? None of that has anything to do with actually creating your life. Yeah. yeah. And for you in your own life, what gets you to choose um, what you're choosing and how do you create your life? Well, you know, it's like for me personally, one of the things that I do is I look at something and I go, okay, so what am I going to create? You know, what would I like to create here? What's really important to me? And most of us don't know what's actually important to us. We think that what's important to us is somebody else's needs, requires, or desires. And it's like, 
Yes, that's important to you, but it's not what's most vital to actually creating your life. What would it be like if you were creating your own life? What would you create if you were creating your life? What would happen if you were actually choosing your life? And, you know, people don't even ask those questions. And it's like I always ask, okay, so if I was having everything I wanted, who would I be? It's one of the things I ask every day. If I was creating everything I wanted today, who would I be? And, you know, it's like, and it's about who you be because everybody acts, you know, acts like, uh, well, if I do the right thing, it's going to work. But doing the right thing seldom actually works. It's about what do you want to create and what would creating this actually create? What would occur if we actually created what really worked, not what we thought had to work? And, yeah, as we know, people function from obligation and they have well, points of view about how their life has to be and uh, that but they keep on creating it the way that they ought to be, but they limit the choice that they really have. And, yeah, uh, yeah most people on the planet function like this and depending on where you come, well, you come from, which culture you're in, well, you have more or less choice. And, uh, yeah, now, in Access, we're looking at creating a different reality on planet Earth, and we are inviting uh, possibilities with questions, and uh, yeah, we're, we're not limiting what this reality is. So, the key for creating a different reality and enjoying your life for what it, it could be, what are these keys that you would suggest more well, number one, start asking. Ask a question. You got to, you know, it's like the four elements that will create the life you want is question, choice, possibility, and contribution. Now, the thing is, when you ask a question, what you do is the, you open the door to, you know, and a question is not about getting the right answer. It's not about getting an answer at all. It's about becoming aware. So if you go from the point of view of, how do I get this place, you know, how do I get this? What am I looking for? What, you know, what would this entail? You go, okay, so what would, you know, what would I like to create here? Question. Choice. Every time you come to a choice, you go, okay, so I got, you know, it's like if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? Not what will it look like? What will it be like in five years? And if I don't choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And you can tell which one feels most expansive. And it's like it's the one that, you know, you sense as more expansive is the one that will create the most for you. So you choose that because that's really where you really want to go as to what's more expansive for you. Because no matter what anybody says, nobody wants to have their life, you know, cave in and become the smallest possible, you know, postage stamp they can get. They really want a more expansive life. And every time you make a choice, multiple possibilities start to show up. When the multiple possibilities start to show up, then the universe will do everything it can to contribute to what you have asked for. So you've got to ask or you can't receive. Yeah, yes. ask and you shall receive. And uh, so we're talking about expansive. Some people might not get what that really says. Like, what is expensive? We're talking about expensive versus um, contracting. And uh, could you talk a little more about what is really an expansive choice? 
Well, the thing is, first of all, I'd like to back up just a little bit and have you look at instead of um, instead of looking at from versus expansive versus contractive, look at it as the choices are either expansive or contractive, and they're not really opposites. They're just choices. And it's like sometimes people like to choose what is more contractive only because it means they can control it easier. And that's the reason they choose contractive. You know, it's like, what do you want? Do you want to have a life that's controlled or do you want to have a life that's consistently changing? And I think the biggest difficulty is I've watched people my entire life, uh, you know, go through the places where they are, you know, they got, they got the quote unquote perfect life and they don't want to change it. I, there was a lady I knew that came to access and she said, my life is perfect. My, you know, it's like my, my relationship is perfect. I want to change everything else in my life, but not my relationship. And I thought, oops. And so she started doing access and the rest of her life started to change. And then about three months into it, her husband came home and said he'd been having an affair for three years. So that sort of was, from her point of view, contractive. From my point of view, is like, okay, now we have an honesty. What do you want to create from? And she said, I want to get a divorce. I hate him. I said, no, you don't hate him. You love him. You thought he was the best thing in your life until you discovered that he'd been having an affair. Yes, but he's having an affair, so that's terrible. I said, well, that's a conclusion and a judgment. What if you didn't come from judgment? What if you came from a different choice? What if you looked at things as a different possibility? What could be possible here if you didn't see this as terrible, but you saw this as one of the things that could be changed in your life that could create something greater? And in the long run, what happened is they ended up with a greater relationship because her unwillingness to see that things didn't work didn't allow him to tell her what wasn't working for him, which meant they weren't having a communication of any kind. So there was no way for them to create something greater in life. Yeah, what else is possible? So we'll come back after the break and we'll talk a little more about relationship. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus Drug Discount Card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. What will it take for Marlene to contribute to your joyful and phenomenal life? She is excited to be a catalyst for change. As an awareness coach and facilitator of consciousness, her target is to empower you to know what is true and nurturing for you and your body. Receive the tools to create the joy-filled reality you desire. Transform anything that limits the infinite being that you are. Marlene has witnessed dynamic transformations in people's lives and bodies. Her capacity to allow healing in bodies is beyond belief. Contact Marlene to facilitate you and your body with sessions of awareness coaching or energy transformation. You could also invite her for an access class in your community to discover your own magic. 
Visit joyawareness.com for more information or email her at marlin at joyawareness.com for the possibilities of your joy-filled world. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Joy Awareness Radio with Marlin Borg. To reach the show today and spread your joy to the world, please call in at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to marlin at joyawareness.com. Now, back to the show. bring me back to happiness. All right, we're back. Gary Douglas is with me today, and Gary is the founder of Access Consciousness. Uh, we're talking a little bit about Valentine, and I'd like to talk a little more with you, Gary, of, about, uh, well, relationship. What is relationship really in this world, and how are we twisting it somehow in our life? Well, the one thing you got to look at is you got to look at... Uh, you got to look at the idea that, you know, it's like, so what do you want to create as your life? What do you want to create in your life? What's really most important to you? And what most people don't ever look at is what's actually important to them. They're always trying to look at what's important for others. So from my perspective, like one of the things I love is like, I love romance. Okay. So Valentine's is a time to go out and celebrate. I remember one time Dane and I were home at Valentine's Day. And we went out to dinner because we go out to dinner. We don't like to cook. And so we were out to dinner, and there were balloons hanging in the place. And so he very loudly, he takes some balloons, this little handful of balloons, and he goes, I just want you to know that I love you totally, and you're the only person in my entire life. I got so embarrassed, I thought I was going to die. And there were three tables around us that thought that was hysterically funny. So they laughed hysterically. And, you know, but it was like, it was so interesting to see that people could see the lightness and the funniness of what he was doing and the joke of it all. And one, one couple sitting next to us said, I'm so glad you said that because in actuality, we're brother and sister. And it's like, you know, it's, we're, we're laughing our asses off. And the other couple said, well, we've been married for 20 years and we weren't having any fun. And we decided tonight was the way to learn to have fun. You guys just taught us how to have fun. Thank you so much. And it was like, wow, this from him taking those, taking those balloons and making a joke out of, you're the only person for me in my life. And I thought that was really awesome that not only he could do that, but also that we could look from a different point of view and see a different possibility as a result of it. Wonderful. So what would you suggest as a romantic celebration? You went to dinner at a restaurant, and what other suggestion would you have for people to uh, well, celebrate? You know, it's like, well, one thing is, you know, everybody says, bring a dozen red roses. Uh-uh, bring one. You know, and it's like, 
you know, it's like red roses are for passionate love. You know, it's like, and you got to learn the symbolism of flowers. Red roses mean passionate love. Uh, white ro roses mean dead love. Yellow roses mean dying love. And pink roses mean pure love. Now, pure love doesn't require anybody to, like, do anything weird like, oh, yeah, like actually uh, care for the person so much. So it's like you got, you know, it's like if you have pure love, you don't have to have sex. So that's always good. So, you know, it's like <laughs> pink rose if you don't want to have sex, if you want to have sex. And it's like it's also fun if the woman reverses the thing and, like, does it, you know, does it to the man, which is hysterically funny. You, you know? mean giving roses? Yeah, giving roses to the man, giving candy to the man, something, you know. Give a little present. Give a, you know, give a really nice corny card. You know? <laughs> All of those things are possible, and you got to look at, what do I really want to create here? What would create the most in my life if I did this or this? And, you know, it's like, what's going to create, you know, if I choose this, what's this going to be like in my life? So turn it around, be more, you know, you know, be more, you know, more unique. Yeah, be willing to be different. We talk about this a lot with access. And it's not um, about, as well, it's not about fixing something that doesn't work. It's being willing to create something totally different. And what if on Valentine's Day you would be willing to create something completely different than what what is usual or what is kind of expected by uh, the person that you'll be celebrating with? And, yeah, what if we would be willing to be surprising and to be a surprise every day as well in a celebration of this romance every day? Would that be more exciting in everybody's life? Well, the thing is, the other part of it is you've got to be willing to look and see whether this is something that's truly exciting and whether this is romance. Because what happens so much is I watch people decide what is romantic rather than looking, will this create the, you know, will this create a change in this person that will create something greater? You know, it's like one of the things I've noticed, especially in, in long-term marriages, I notice that the women always tell me the men are no longer aggressive sexually. And I say, yeah, that's the way it works. And they go, but I want him to be aggressive sexually. That's nice. And what would it take for you to be aggressive sexually enough to actually make this relationship work? And what and, is aggressive sexual, Gary? Well, aggressive sexually is to say, darling, I think I really need you. No, never use darling. Never use sweetie. Never use honey. Because those are all the terms of endearment for children, not for men. So what would you suggest instead? Lover, stud muffin, <laughs> insignificant other. That one, yeah. Yeah. Hey, my insignificant other. What could we do here different? What could we create here? What would be really nice here? What would be exciting for you, yeah. What would be exciting for you? And ladies, it's like never wrong to say, can I give you a blowjob? Every man in the world prays for a woman who will say, can I give you a blowjob? And it's like, granted, they will not receive it very well, 
but they will tend to then get all over your stuff because that's what they think they're supposed to do. And what if there was no pattern? There was only surprises as well. Yeah. What if it was only choice? What if it was only the joy of a different possibility? Because you could create that. But you got to see what you want to create and then create it. So what that's what I notice people don't do is they don't bother to create what will create. You got to look at what's this going to create and how do I create this? Different realities become reality. Yeah, and uh, as well, like um, we talk in access about sexualness. Uh, we just talked briefly about sex, but what if there is more possible as well than uh, the sex with all the points of view that we tend to have in this reality? Well, I mean, you're supposed to have points of view in this reality, and most of them are not supposed to be nice. But it's, you know, it's just a whole other universe to see that there's a different possibility. What could I create if I was creating the life I'd like to have? It's a great way to start creating what you'd really like to have show up in life instead of what does show up. Yeah. So we'll come back after the break, and I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, sexualness that I've just mentioned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. What will it take for Marlin to contribute to your joyful and phenomenal life? She is excited to be a catalyst for change. As an awareness coach and facilitator of consciousness, her target is to empower you to know what is true and nurturing for you and your body. Receive the tools to create the joy-filled reality you desire. Transform anything that limits the infinite being that you are. Marlin has witnessed dynamic transformations in people's lives and bodies. Her capacity to allow healing in bodies is beyond belief. Contact Marlin to facilitate you and your body with sessions of awareness coaching or energy transformation. You could also invite her for an access class in your community to discover your own magic. Visit joyawareness.com for more information or email her at marlin at joyawareness.com for the possibilities of your joy-filled world. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are listening to Joy Awareness Radio with Marlene Bork. To reach the show today and spread your joy to the world, please call in at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to marlene at joyawareness.com. 
Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Gary, what is sexualness that you have uh, talked about in Access? Well, sexualness is the recognition of that orgasmic quality of living. Now, sexualness actually is one of those things, like probably the best way to describe it is if you go out in the woods and you're all alone, it's like you have this sense that nothing is wrong and everything is right and nothing is going to be a problem, and that's sexualness. And sexualness is where there's no conclusion, and sexuality is where there's definite conclusions. One of the things about sexuality is, you know, it's like you use sexuality to determine what you will and won't do. So it's like if you say, I'm a straight white male, for instance, then you won't go into anything that doesn't match that. If your true sexualness, you can see the value of every man, woman, and child, and it doesn't mean you have to copulate with them. You don't have to put body parts together. But what it means is you see the value of each and every person in your life. And when you have that sense of the value of each person in your life, you have a possibility of something occurring which allows you to have more than you've ever had before. And that's way greater. Yeah, and it's something that we already have. If we look at a baby, that's the essence, isn't it, that they have that sexualness? Exactly. You know, it's like, I mean... Little kids are always sexual. You know, it's like they're sexual up until about eight years old when they learn not to touch that thing in public. You know, prior to that, they just think of grabbing their, you know, their equipment as normal. You know, and then, you know, guys get older and they're, you know, scratching their testicles as well, which is, you know, just a reminder of the fact that they're actually eight years old underneath it all. But they really liked, you know, it's like men love to scratch their testicles. And it's like, and I've met a few women who like to scratch their, you know, their equipment too, which I think is very funny. And a whole lot of women would never do that in public, but they will do it in private. So you got to get that, you know, touching, you know, touching genitals is something you learn not to do at about eight. Then at about 13, all you can think about is touching somebody's genitals, usually not your own, but definitely your own too. And then when you get to be like 21, 22, you're supposed to want to touch genitals, but by that time you've been so abused at the idea that you're not supposed to that you usually give up, which is really sad, you know, because what it does is we lose that enthusiasm for the possibility of what could be created with a sexual union. Yeah, so we come in a body, and uh, when, yeah, it's a, a certain time in our life, we start judging our body and not enjoying being in our body. It's kind of a tragedy, but it's, a, it's the reality, unfortunately, for most people. So what, yeah. what could we, and how can we invite people to realize that this is simply the most uh, orgasmic way to be? It's well, to be in our body that we'll enjoy and play with. You just said it. How can I play with my body? You know, it's like, what would happen if you were really willing to play in your body and play with your body instead of trying to see how, you know, you shouldn't or should or, you know, best case, worst case, all that kind of stuff. You had no judgment of what you played with your body with, but something different occur. Yeah, and we can see that it, depending on the, depending on the different culture, 
depending on how people have been entrained to function since they're tiny, that's how they limit or they have more of that sexualness experience. And uh, simply we can choose something different. Can choose something different. Unfortunately, most people don't. <laughs> but it's a possibility, exactly. It is a possibility if you're willing to choose it. But you have to be willing to choose. You have to look at what it's possible to choose. And you have to start to look at, okay, how would I like to create this instead of what's right or wrong about this? Yeah, right and wrong. The judgment, the judgment part yeah. of everything that tend to uh, squish our possibilities, our awareness, and, uh, well, the joy of being in the body as well. Exactly. You know, what if you recognize that the greatest joy in life is the joy of life and living? You know, it's like life should be a, the series of the joy of it, not, not the necessity of it. What could we create different? That we don't have. Yeah, what will it take for everyone to realize that orgasmic living is a possibility? Yeah, well, it's like, you know, it's like eating well. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, do you eat at McDonald's? I personally do not. But once in a while, I'll go there because they have really great cookies and really great iced tea. So, <laughs> so those are two things I like at McDonald's. And in Australia, I will go there for french fries because australia has different tasting potatoes than the u.s so it's really weird it's kind of cool yeah they don't have the yukon gold <laughs> yukon gold exactly <laughs> right so it, you know it's just it's just very fun to see that there's different possibilities so what would i like to create as a different possibility what could i create as a different possibility what's really possible that i haven't considered so I always look at it, okay, I would like to create something here that was greater, better, something. And so I'm always looking for, okay, so how do I get the most wonderful tasting food in the world or the most wonderful tasting person? Yep, that's a choice. <laughs> yeah. It's like you want the best, you know, you want the most orgasmic life and living you can possibly get. So always look at what you're going to create as orgasmic so that you have a different possibility. What's the orgasmic way of doing something? Yeah. Could we describe a little bit more what is orgasmic? Well, it's like, it's like that time that you put something into your mouth that you've never tasted before. And it's like, like, like I remember one time I tried acid, okay? Well, I tried it more than once, but we don't want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I, I took some acid, and it's like, and I was on acid, and I took a grape, and I squeezed it with my tongue and popped it, okay? And when you do that, the juice comes out, and it, like, goes over the different elements of your tongue. And it's like every taste bud activates on a different flavor. And most people don't realize that you're, you know, that literally you have that many different you know, taste, quote unquote, in your taste buds, what's available for you. You know, most of us have never considered that we could have more. And so you want to look at what you're creating and what you want to create and how you want to create it so that you create something greater. And the one thing that I noticed is an orgasmic is when you allow every taste bud to tell you its story because every taste bud is a different sensory section 
of your entire body. Now, if you had the same point of view with the people you had sex with, that you allowed them to be different tastes in every part of your body, you could have a much more pleasurable reality. Yeah, what else is possible? And I'm not encouraging people here. I just want to make clear, we don't encourage having drugs, not at all. And uh, it's more about being, being totally present to all the sensation and all the experience of being in a body. It's like, and the thing is, it's like in access, you know, we don't encourage drugs because basically when you take drugs, you open the door to entities taking over your body. So it's not a good choice. So I wouldn't recommend drugs. And it's like with my kids, I said, you know, it's like I'd rather you do sex. I know how to fix any of that than have you do drugs. Because if you do drugs, you're opening the door to a possibility that isn't necessarily everything you're going to want. And you want to be willing to know what you really want before you go into that place of doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Could we just talk briefly about what entities are for people who are not familiar with it? Entities are disembodied beings that look for a body like the one they used to have, thinking that if they can find the body they used to have, they'll have a body, which isn't necessarily so. So you want to create a different possibility in life. You want to look at what can I create, not what do I have to get rid of. And sometimes you have to get rid of entities. So you want to look at that, you want to be aware of that. And choose something that's going to be greater, not something that's going to be less. Yeah, and it's not about fearing the entities. It's simply a choice yeah. that we have to not let them take over our body or our life. Exactly. Or, you know, it's like if you ever have the thought, you should do this. Would you ever talk to yourself as a you? No. 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 <laughs> so it's like that's got to be an entity talking to you. And when you hear you should do this or you should do that you got a 90% chance of having an entity in there that's telling you what to do not your best choice folks yeah and a reminder that we are creating our reality and we're never at the effect of anything or anyone so if we're not aware of what we're seeing and what we're choosing and how we're creating our life that's how we tend to create the limitations instead of the joyful celebration of living Exactly. Yeah. So, well, more questions will invite more possibilities. And by being aware, we get to know what will be more exciting. And that's, that's I guess, the, f- the main key is to never judge or never conclude. Isn't that correct, Gary? Well, I wouldn't say never. Never, cause... Okay. One in oneness and consciousness includes everything without judgment, including judgment. That's right. So you got to allow yourself to have the judgment and go, well, is that real, true, or a judgment? Well, damn, I just did another judgment. Jesus, I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. Yeah, and if we function in 10-second increment, if everything, every choice is good just for 10 seconds, then we can become aware that, okay, this doesn't work for me. What else is possible? And uh, we're coming to a break. I'd like to uh, invite you for the next part of our uh, show today with Gary Douglas. And, um, yeah, let's talk a little more about celebration after the break. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What will it take for Marlin to contribute to your joyful and phenomenal life? She is excited to be a catalyst for change. As an awareness coach and facilitator of consciousness, her target is to empower you to know what is true and nurturing for you and your body. Receive the tools to create the joy-filled reality you desire. Transform anything that limits the infinite being that you are. Marlene has witnessed dynamic transformations in people's lives and bodies. Her capacity to allow healing in bodies is beyond belief. Contact Marlene to facilitate you and your body with sessions of awareness coaching or energy transformation. You could also invite her for an access class in your community to discover your own magic. Visit joyawareness.com for more information or email her at marlene at joyawareness.com for the possibilities of your joy-filled world. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Joy Awareness Radio with Marlene Borg. To reach the show today and spread your joy to the world, please call in at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to marlin at joyawareness.com. Now, back to the show. My heart will bring me back to happiness. Okay, well, back. We're here with Gary Douglas. And who will be... You, Valentine. Well, the celebration of Valentine. What is it? What is really possible? And, yeah, how would you like to celebrate Valentine's Day tomorrow? What is Valentine's Day for you, Gary, again? Valentine's Day is where you massacre yourself in order to make somebody else happy. <laughs> That's the, ten- the tendency, unfortunately. <laughs> what else is possible? Exactly. You know, it's like... Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and it's like, luckily, I don't have any more wives. I do have children. And it's like, luckily, only one of my children expects a Valentine's present. I don't have a present for her, so I can send her some flowers, and that'll work. You know, so it works for me. So, whatever. Whatever is clever. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. and, you know, it's like, and people will send me Valentine's, you know, like, I love the new uh, paperless you know, thing they're doing on the internet. So it's like everybody sends me the paperless, the paperless, uh, you know, Valentine's. And I go, oh, that's nice. And then I delete it, which is really fun. 
And you know? that works for you. That works for me. And it's like, and the thing is, since I don't really want to encourage anybody, I usually don't send them a Valentine's back. And that works for you. And that works for me. And then it's okay to send Valentine and wishes and to recognize the celebration that it can be as well. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. It's not about right or wrong. It's a choice. Just remember, if you're a parent, you want to send the Valentines to your kids. And if you're a child, you want to send a Valentine to your parents because that's really what they want is for you to be the Valentine. You're the only person they ever thought loved them enough anyway. So what the hell? And if you're, if you don't have kids, if you don't have your parents anymore, what would you suggest? And if you don't have a, an insignificant other in your life, what would you well, suggest? Let's talk about insignificant. And you know, it's like if you make somebody your significant other, then what happens is they become somebody you have to give parts of yourself up. If you call somebody, just I mean, just if you're in a relationship right now, look at it and think of the person as your insignificant other. Does that make you feel lighter or heavier? Most of you find it makes you feel lighter. And feeling lighter is this sense that, oh, there's a greater possibility. It's and if more you, expansive, yeah, right? Yeah, it's more expansive. So if you have the awareness that you can do this insignificant other point of view, you open the door to a greater sense of possibility than you've ever had before, which can't be good. Oh, yeah, it's great. So <laughs> you want to look at the person that's the insignificant other, and if you don't have... You know, send a Valentine to one of your girlfriends if you're a girl and one of your guy friends if you're a guy. That'll confuse the hell out of them if nothing else. That's right. And if it makes you smile to say insignificant other, well, that's probably real for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, your insignificant other means you're not making them significant. You just enjoy them and have a good time with them. And it's like if you can enjoy and have a good time with people. And what people tend to do is they make somebody their significant other and then in so do it, it all becomes really important, really dynamic, really, really real. And that doesn't give you the freedom to create greater choices. And you got to have the freedom to create greater choices. And what are the keys to create a greater choice in relationship or to create a successful relationship? Well, primarily, the, you know, the greatest source for creating a greater relationship is to destroy and uncreate your relationship every day. You know, it's like if you get that, okay, so it's like if I destroy and uncreate everything my relationship was yesterday, then what you are is instead of being on the maintenance side of a relationship, you're on the creative side of a relationship. And the create part is the fun part. Ever notice that when you first fall in love, that's the fun part. About the first eight weeks, the most fun you ever have. After that, you start going, oh, God, can I stand this person any longer? You know, it's like, you know, and after you've been married for about five years, you wonder if they would just stop touching you in bed. And pretty soon you're sleeping on, you know, like five inches of bed because that's all you feel you can have. And then, you know, the relationship is pretty much on its way out. So look at what you got. Look at what you want to create and see the possibilities of everything in life by asking a question. Where is this going? What's this going to create? What would I really like to create? What would really work for me? Great. Different possibility yeah and uh, just a little note on uh, as well on intimacy we have in access uh, you have become aware that there is some elements that would create great intimacy with others could we talk a little bit briefly about this sure what are they they are honor <laughs> 
trust, vulnerability, allowance, and gratitude. I like the way you say it. Say vulnerability again. Vulnerability. <laughs> oh, you're away. Okay. I like, I like it, the way you say my name, Douglas. <laughs> vulnerability. Yeah. You know, it's like that French accent. You should, like, thicken that, honey. You know, it's like, look at how Sofia Vergara has gotten on by thickening her accent. Way better. Yeah, I've tamed it too much. So that's probably correct. That's right. You're trying to make yourself sound like an American. Don't bother. Not well, American, Canadian. Yes, I know. But you're trying, <laughs> yeah, it's like either way, you're trying to sound like a Canadian instead of a French woman. You want to sound like a French woman way better. Okay, I'll practice a little more. Okay, practice your French, okay? <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I, I'm just, you know, giving you a little, you know, it's like. Oh, I love it. Please do. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you use your French accent and you put it in a little thick and a little heavy. You'd be amazed at how many people, more people will listen to you when you have a French accent. Uh, years ago, I, you know, it's like the one thing about to honor is to treat the person with regard, okay? To have allowance for the person is to have no point of view about what they choose. To recognize that they need to choose what they need to choose when they need to choose it, and that's really all there is. Okay. Not then, it, yeah. Yeah. So it's like trust is knowing they'll do what they're going to do, not having blind faith. And it's like it's so amazing to me how many people try to do blind faith in their life instead of total trust. Trust is knowing that people will do what they're going to do or they won't do what they're going to do, not that they're going to do what you want them to do. It's a whole different universe. So you've got to be willing to see that possibility and see a greater possibility instead of, thinking that there's something wrong because you can't get people to choose what you want them to choose. What if what they chose was just what they chose and it didn't matter? Because in reality it is. And vulnerability? Vulnerability is putting up no barriers. It's being as the open wound. It's having no scabs to cover anything up. And it's like, and people think vulnerability means that you're, you know, you're, you have no um, defense. Well, the thing is, if you're vulnerable, you don't need to defend. Because the one thing that is actually true is when you have no place from which you are defending, all things become possible. And that place of all things being possible is really the thing you want to choose. How do I have more possibility rather than less? What's possible here, I haven't considered. What could I create that would be greater than what I currently have? And what about gratitude, Gary? And gratitude. That's, you know... Gratitude is not a place you can judge from. The one thing that's pretty consistent is people do judgment as though judgment is going to create. Judgment doesn't do anything except destroy. So you want to look at what you're choosing and go, okay, am I doing judgment? So love, for instance. Everybody goes, oh, I love them. And I have unconditional love. I love the unconditional love people because I always know that one day somebody's going to piss them off and their unconditional love is going to go to definitely conditional. And that's one of the things I've noticed about all the people who have unconditional love. They also go a step further and do conditional love right after. Why? Because conditional love means that they get it the way they want it or the way they think they want it. What if you didn't have to have it the way you thought you wanted it? What if you could have it any way that it shows up? And that's what gratitude gives you. I'm grateful for people that lie. Because the one thing I know about people that lie is they will always lie. And you trust that. And so I can trust. And you're willing to be vulnerable in face of that. Yeah. And not defend yourself. And you honor their choice. 
Yeah, because their choice is to lie. Okay, cool. That's their choice. Does it make it right or wrong? No, it just makes it their choice. It's just a choice. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we come to the end of this show, and I'd like to um, well, I'd like to show my gratitude for you, Gary, to take the time to be on my show today. I would like to uh, send you flowers and the energy, like they will be all colors, okay? Thank you. <laughs> and, the energy, the flowers. I don't need any real flowers. Yeah, it's an energy of colors and uh, a rainbow of gratitude that uh, I sent your way. Thank you you for coming. Thanks, everyone, for being there today. Enjoy a wonderful celebration of Valentine's Day tomorrow. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you again for discovering the joy within you. Please be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of Joy Awareness Radio with your host, Marlene Bork. Have a wonderful and enjoyable week. I've got many decisions and questions. I'm trying to map it out, make my way. In the end, I'll find my place. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.